Podcasts have the power to change your life. And I'm hoping that this show with me, Anna Parker-Naples, is one that you'll come to to feel a little bit better and a little bit happier. Because this podcast is positively influential. In my eagerness to get this new rebranded version of my podcast off the ground, I have been very remiss in that I haven't taken the chance to introduce myself properly to those of you who have maybe never heard of me before, never listened to me before. So this episode is a little bit more of a formal introduction to who I am, a bit about my background, what I stand for, what I'm doing, what I believe my work is really all about. So hello. My name's Anna Parker-Naples, which you probably guessed from my rather formal sounding intro to this show. And I right now feel as though I am coming out of a cocoon where I've known for the last 12 months that I really had to make some shifts in how I was showing up online. I've been building a personal brand for about six years now, and I would strongly identify with the word entrepreneur for the last six years. Very hungry to learn all about business, particularly in the online space. I think there's tremendous opportunity to reach people, touch lives, make a difference, and also grow wealth in the online space. But there are some things that I don't like about that particular space as well, which I will dive into quite a lot in this podcast. But there's more to me than that. And if you are curious about a lot of my backstory after hearing this episode, then probably the best place to go and find out more is to read my first book, Get Visible, or even better, go and listen to it on Audible as I narrated that version of my book myself. Because a long time ago, I trained as an actor and I started out in life believing that that's what I was going to do. I was born to be on stages. I was never interested on being on screen. I think there were reasons for that, which I'll go into another time. But I really was fascinated by the word and the ability to share words, speak words, the effect they could have on people when we deliver words in a slightly different way. And always had this vision that I was going to be on stage. And I was an actor. That was all I could see myself doing. And actually, I was really passionate about Shakespeare, I guess, because actually, if I'm honest, I found some of those plays kind of boring. But I was fascinated by the authority of the word within Shakespeare as well, the rhythm, the timbre, the pitch. And so in my early acting days, I really struggled actually to get decent work. When I did work, it would predominantly be theatre. It would predominantly be the classical plays, if you like. And then at the age of 26, I became pregnant and wasn't planned, but very much wanted. And I go into that a little bit more inside my book as well. I then went on, I kind of gave up my acting career at that point, but it felt very painful to do that. But I, I had a very firm version of what it meant to be a good mother. And I wanted to, I wanted to be present all of the time. And I found it increasingly hard to go to auditions at the drop of a hat when I had a baby. And so I stepped away from that world and I went on to have another two children and did lots of things in that time. I ran a theatre school. I taught baby massage. I have a background in uh, holistic therapies as well. Again, a topic for another time. And when I had my third child, I then was, when I was pregnant, I then had a major complication that meant that I was told that I should expect never to walk again. And that knocked me so badly. I had a period of almost two years where I was in bed almost constantly and I was at the lowest ebb of my life. 
And at that point, I was so desperate for help that I decided that once the baby arrived, I would go and see someone. And the person I went to see was a hypnotherapist. And actually, what I didn't know when I went for that first appointment was that he was also a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, NLP. And it was my first major indoctrination into the fact that you can change your life by how you think and how you feel and that you have some control over that. And I'm not going to go into that fully here because today I want to kind of introduce a little bit more about my work and the meaning behind it and tell you a little bit more about me. But that moment in my life began to change everything. I then went on this journey to realizing that it wasn't true, that I would necessarily have to be disabled for the rest of my life. And I began to recover. I also accepted that if I was going to be disabled for the rest of my life, that actually I could still have a pretty awesome life. I found freedom in the things that I was willing to look at professionally. And it led me eventually to, in fact, quite kind of quickly, I had all of these synchronistic things that happened that led me then to focusing on becoming a voiceover artist, which at the time was only possible because of the changes in technology in microphones and audio interfaces and things like that. So I was kind of part of this new wave of voiceover artists who could work from home rather than traveling into big fancy studios. And that for me gave me so much hope. It gave me the ability, even while I was unable to walk and still really struggling, to have something really positive to focus on. So I did loads of commercials initially, lots of radio stuff, again, commercials or corporate work. And bit by bit, I learned about audio and Everything obviously then was very much about the voice. So, whereas, and very much about the words and how you deliver words. So, I was able to feel that I had those elements of performing, but I could manage it around my disability, around my children. And actually, I learned really how to be a businesswoman from running that. I had clients all over the world. But bit by bit, as I began to recover and get back on my feet, which was aided and abetted fully by audio by podcasts and audiobooks, which I'm going to do a whole episode on how audio has shaped my life from a personal point of view. I'm going to do that on another episode. But I then really went into being a very successful voiceover artist and deciding that actually I wanted to get back to that creative side of me. And that for me meant that I then explored being a voice actor. Now, for anyone not in the industry, maybe you don't re- realize or hear the differences, but that meant that instead of being focused on the commercial side of it, I was then focusing on the creatives of it, the performance side of it. So that for me looked like lots more radio dramas actually a lot of motion capture and facial capture and vocal capture as well. These are technologies that go on now. I was sort of involved with that right at the beginning when it was just being developed. How they do characters like Gollum, for example, on Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, where we're kind of in costume and we map out and move, do the movements before they then would design the video game and our voices and our mouth movements and things would be involved in the development of characters. And also, particularly in audiobooks, and I loved audiobooks, particularly fictions where there were young female characters, because I felt like I could do everything. I'm the narrator, I'm the young girl, I'm the older woman, I'm the romantic love, or whatever the story was. And I really threw myself into it, and I found a way that I was able to excel. I could put my business head on, and I could be creative, and I could be at home with the kids. And along the way, I had learned so much about audio production that I was producing audio books, not just for myself, but for other people as well. 
real technical skill involved in that. And I went on to, alongside all of that development in the voiceover world, in the voiceover business, I was also really throwing myself into learning about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I went on to become a practitioner and then a master practitioner as well. I'm going to tackle those bits again in a moment. But in terms of the voice stuff, I then was winning lots of awards in New York, Hollywood, Chicago, London, and then Hollywood, which was kind of mind blowing. And I went and the seventh award I was up for in Hollywood was actually, it coincided with a week after I'd had this incredible breakthrough awakening experience during my master NLP final day of training. And I felt very strongly at that point that words were important. Getting words out there was important, but I no longer wanted to speak other people's words. I wanted to step into myself. And I realized at that point, I've got this remarkable proof, this remarkable story that you can change your life. You can be at the lowest of the low. And then a few years later, you can be like I was or your own version of it being fully recovered, fully healthy, fully successful, have wealth that you'd never expected and to be seen in your full glory. And it was at that point I then decided that I was going to get my own word out there that you can think, feel completely differently no matter what your life is like right now. And I decided actually at that point that I was going to leave the voiceover and voice acting space. And that was a really brave step, actually, because that was our income. And I was booked out for the next two years. So I actually had to turn down a lot of work to then figure out what I was going to do with the deep transformational NLP work that I now wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to coach people in some way. I knew that I wanted to be a speaker in some way. I knew that I wanted to affect change. I knew that I wanted to write books, multiple books on how you make a difference. And as I've described before on this show, I had this vision that actually my job was not only to help people up the mountain, but to reach others, other leaders who had been activated to believe that they needed to make a difference as well. So I then started my first online business and I was totally and utterly clueless about how to do it. I started having my first NLP clients, my first success coaching clients, and I didn't know what to charge. I didn't know how to run those sessions, but I knew that I did have this ability to help people change and shift. I qualified not only as a master NLP practitioner, I qualified as a master timeline therapist. Timeline work is amazing. It For me, it's highly transformative when I experience it and I love watching the changes for other people. I also then really invested in working out how I could get this out to a wider world. So when I started my first online business, the intention was, well, I don't know who to reach. I know I want to make a massive difference, but where do I start? I didn't feel that I could talk to leaders. I didn't feel like I could talk to entrepreneurs and business people because I wasn't yet proven. But what I did know that I could do was speak to mums and other people who felt like they'd lost their identity. And so my very first online business was called Inspiring Mummy Club. And part of me feels proud that I went for that and I just did it and I followed my nudges. Another part of me feels a little bit embarrassed that I pigeonholed or tried to shoehorn my work into such a a small niche, a niche that didn't actually feel right. I didn't feel excited about talking to mothers about what was going on in their lives. My children were sort of growing out of that toddler and baby periods and I felt like I'd moved on from that and that wasn't the work that really excited me. 
But what I did with that business is I really learned how to run a business, how to fail, how to fail fast. And in fact, I'm going to do a full episode for you on failing, all the failures that I've made along the way. And bit by bit, I decided mums aren't right. I want to talk more to people who want some success, who have that nugget in them, that push that they want to change their lives. And I knew that I had all of these modalities that I wanted to share. So the NLP, the timeline therapy, the hypnosis. I, at this point, had also trained as a mindfulness teacher and a meditation teacher. So many amazing things that I wanted to bring to people. Lots of change, learnings that I had experienced for myself. So then I kind of rebranded gradually to Inspiring Success Club, but that didn't feel right either. And then people kept coming to me because I'd started my first podcast. People wanted to know, how did you do that? How did you start podcasting? And because of my audio background, it made sense for me to embrace teaching people about podcasting. And I remember at the time that it was a really conscious decision really because I could see that there was an opportunity on the table to start making a significant income. And the only way that I could make peace with that was that if I help people who want to help people who want to get important messages out there, then it's okay that I do that, that I'm not the only mouthpiece for how we change. And bit by bit, I kind of take took on this mantle of being known as the podcast queen. And from a marketing perspective, it really made a huge difference. But I could feel behind the scenes that there was this kind of tension with me of it's not enough for me to tell you about podcasts and microphones and how you edit because I know my my change work is so much more. I've had this experience, this awakening experience where I know I'm supposed to lead from the front and yet I'm not doing it. And so there's been this amazing journey with building the podcast agency and what is now influential audio with initially a membership now courses that we have in how to start your podcast grow your podcast launch your podcast monetize your podcast and then we have the influential audio the agency where we are producing consulting on world-leading podcasts which I'm tremendously proud of But I felt a little bit like lost myself in the middle. And I think now when I look back to the last 12 months and why I crashed so hard and I've had to kind of go back to the beginning again, is for myself to remember there is more I'm supposed to be doing. And I think sometimes we have these moments of crisis to so that we wake up again. And I feel very much that in putting this show out into the world, that's what I'm doing. I am a mum of three. And I'm married. We've been married now for, I think, 13 or 14 years. The children are at this point in time, 17, 14 and 12. They don't like me to really share much of their lives online anymore. So you don't really, you won't ever really see photos of them. I might mention them from time to time, but always and only with permission. And it's really different to when they were little and I would share pictures of them here, there and everywhere. Challenging parenting teenagers is a challenge in itself love them dearly, but it has made me have to reflect on how I parent, what my values are, who I am, how I show up, which again makes me look at who I am and how I show up in the world. And we live in Bedfordshire in Leighton Buzzard, um, which is the town I grew up in as well. I'm madly passionate about the history of this town. We actually have a really significant history connected with Bletchley Park and how we won the war that I've been really interested in for about a decade now. And on the side, slowly but surely, I'm in writing a novel that I hope to have turned into a Netflix series. 
And I, I have all sorts of different interests as well. I'm really interested in exploring my own spirituality. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of that with you. The breathwork practices that are grounding me, that are making me feel energized. The Reiki that I'm incorporating into my world. My connection with my own spiritual self, with my sense of higher power. I recently, one of my most recent qualifications is I just did a certificate in hosting cacao ceremonies and leading circles, women's circles, although I don't think it necessarily has to be just women. But I'm always exploring and expanding my sense of personal development, spiritual development, and tooling myself up really for opening myself up to more and more expansion. Expansion and growth are my highest drivers. There are many reasons why I've decided to strip back and be much more open and honest. And actually, as this podcast develops, what you're going to see once it's been live for a few months is that actually I'm going to drop in here and share with you some of the challenges that I've been through kind of as they're happening. Always mindful of being respectful to my family, my friends, clients. I'm also hoping that on this show, not only will we be having amazing guests in, I'll also be doing some live coaching. So if that's something that you fancy coming on and having some deep change work, then reach out to me because I would love to guide you through that on an episode. It won't be live. I should say that actually we will do it pre-recorded so that you're happy with what goes out. But I really want to show you how quickly you can make a difference to your life when you're ready and when you're in the right headspace and when you have the right support. The other thing I love and that I've been really missing is getting in a room with people. I think connection is hugely important and COVID really showed me that I've missed that. I also love being on stage. I thrive. I thrive in the spotlight and I know that in those arenas, whatever the stage is like, that I can centre myself and help lead change. And that's really something that with this podcast now, I want to do more and more of. And we are going to be hosting many live events, live recordings of this show that will also be quite unique in that they're going to be motivational events as well as podcast live recordings. And you really want to make sure that you get in the room with us. Connection is hugely important to me. Growth and expansion is really important to me. Transformation is really important to me. And so I know many people who follow me share those values too. And I want us to just bring as many of us together as I can and have these amazing transformative experiences. So the first one that we're hosting for this show is actually in January. Make sure you get on the wait list now for all of our events so that you get that information before anybody else. So that is a little bit about who I am and what I'm doing. So we still are running Influential Audio, which is my all of the podcasting courses and all and the agency as well. So we have amazing shows that we help launch, getting powerful messages off on the right foot and helping them grow and expand and relaunch too. And then with Influential Vision and Positively Influential, I'm helping many of you realize that you have so much more potential to change, to feel a little bit better, bit by bit, to take action, bit by bit. I believe that we can achieve anything that we want to, but in achieving, we can also be happy too. And one of the things that I've been really leaning into exploring is what is success? What does that look like? Is it really that rat race to a million? Is it really that rat race to wealth? Or can it be something else? And I hope that I'm going to be very honest and open with you about where we're going on that journey. 
So get yourself on that event waitlist. I hope to give you a bit of a squeeze and really welcome you fully into my world. It is at www.annapn.co forward slash events. It's going to be awesome. I've got so many lovely things planned for how we're going to come together and affect change so that we can have this ripple impact across the world. I'm really passionate about helping those of you who are just kind of waking up to the fact that there's more, there's more you can be doing, whatever stage you're at in your life and sharing my knowledge, my insights, some of my wisdom, some of it's channeled wisdom. It comes through me from like a higher power, if they're the right words for it even. Some of it is just what I have experienced from my own personal journey and also some of the neuroscience and the neuro programming that I have experienced and that has touched and changed my own life. So that's a little bit about me. There's so many other things that I'm going to bring into this show to tell you a bit about like behind the scenes, the real Anna that I guess I haven't shared on some of my how-to content. This isn't what I'm bringing you here. And I hope, I hope you're loving this show. If you are, then I would love it if you subscribed and you shared this show with one person who needs to hear that it's okay to show up imperfectly. It's okay to follow your heart. It's okay to follow those nudges and create the life that you want bit by bit, one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have got lots up our sleeve for Positively Influential with some live events coming your way soon. Make sure that you are on the wait list to find out exactly what we're up to at www.annapn.co forward slash events. So you make sure that you are in the room with us, sucking up those vibes that are positively influential.